Hi, and welcome to Schrodinger's Egg. I'm Russ. I'm Diane. This is our podcast about infertility. We have a weird name. Erwin Schrodinger was a early 20th century quantum physicist. He had a thought experiment about a cat that might be alive or might be dead in a box, and you couldn't know until you opened the box to measure it. I hope you're not going to open me up. I'm not planning to open you up. Good. This is Schrodinger's Egg. It's time for another episode of Schrodinger's Egg. That was a pretty good start. Thanks. We are working through our mini-series on how to talk to your kids about miscarriage or about grief in general. I like that. It opens it up to our audience. I don't know if people are going to be turned off by the miscarriage bit, but we all, death is a part of life and we all have to deal with it with our kids. That's true. So this mini-series, we've talked about the first tip from your blog post on dianenewcomer.com and we'll talk uh, this week about uh, your second tip from the blog post on how to talk to your kids. Wait, I had a banter question for you. Okay. I think I know your answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. Okay. Do you have as a child one of your first, like, I remember learning what death is? For me, it was when my guinea pig died. I was so sad. I cried and cried. Hmm. It was really traumatic because our dog got it and killed killed a guinea pig. And I had let the dog out. I I don't know if I have a big Wasn't it your death. uncle that you have the bunny named after? Yeah, we never had bunnies. Raymond. Oh, yes. My great uncle Raymond. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say the first two people that I can remember dying were my great uncle Raymond, who died when I was about six or seven. Um, And I don't really remember him, but yeah, I have a stuffed rabbit that my great aunt June made, who's named Raymond. And then my great grandma died when I was like five. And I remember the uh, astroturf on the steps of the church. Oh, yeah. That must have been an old church yeah, or an it, interesting church. It, 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 on like the outside yeah. steps had yeah. green astroturf carpet. That's a vivid five-year-old memory. Yeah. Yeah. And my great grandma had a lot of salt and pepper. She had a salt and pepper shaker collection and we were at her house looking at her salt and pepper shakers. That's all I remember. But so. you don't have a lot of other memories around yeah. five. So yeah. I think what... We teach our kids whenever there is a death is really important because it's going to stick in your mind from whenever you're little. That's true. So it's important, parents. We're encouraging you. And we just like to know, we know that Schrodinger's Egg is an infertility and miscarriage podcast. And if children are not a part of your story, uh, then we will be back with episodes on infertility. Yeah. We're also very passionate about uh, talking making normalizing talking about infertility yeah so what is your second tip for uh for telling your helping your kids deal with grief or miscarriage use direct language i am writing a children actually i have my children's book manuscript already written for a children's book on miscarriage and when i was researching for it what i found one of the most important things Uh, to do is to use direct language. So 
You wouldn't say euphemisms like passed away or went to be with the Lord because kids can't figure out what that means. You have to be incredibly direct, which it feels really hard to say the baby died or grandpa died. But if you use other like softer ways to say it, kids can come up with whatever they think which might which isn't going to be true likely yeah yeah and kids are concrete thinkers right they most most children don't really have abstract reasoning no we know from brain development right until they're 10 to 12 um like they have a little bit but they're very concrete especially younger children and so um you could like we know we know a child who is very literal minded who was very confused at church because in the church service uh, at the smaller <laughs> church brother gary went to be with the lord and she did not understand what that meant and she was very confused and very loudly like, whispering yeah. what do you mean went to be with the lord yeah. So using using direct language, especially when you're talking, how do to your you go kids, be with the Lord? <laughs> uh, is uh, helpful to help your kids avoid just confusion or, like we were talking about in a previous episode, their own stories about what happened or their own misunderstandings. Um, and I mean, it is uh, this is one that it is not easy. Like it was when we no, it's not easy. When we told our at the time six-year-old uh, son about our miscarriage, that was that was very emotionally difficult for us to do, and to say it that directly. But but it also normally normalizes using direct language. Yes, and. I mean, recently, whenever we had a family member who experienced a miscarriage and we had we were talking about it, our oldest said, oh, the baby died like our baby died. And we said yes. And it was just a very matter of fact. That's what happened. And like he was making connections in his mind, but also wasn't like, I don't know, often fanciful land. Right wasn't inventing things yeah. it was something that he could he could connect to and understand and so. it was also just a direct part of life yeah and i think that's one of the other that's one of the other advantages of using some of this direct language is it is a part of life and um helping our kids to understand that while this is not the way that we want it to be it is what happens um helps them process some of those some of those difficult emotions better because they they're not wondering i i mean they are going to wonder why did this happen but they're not making up stories or thinking this is something that doesn't happen to everyone yeah um i'm i, I have a little sidetrack and I have a smile on my face because I was thinking of the new Trevor Noah comedy whenever the Brits are like, oh, you need to mourn with us. <laughs> He's like, why? The queen died by finishing life. Yeah. yeah. That amused me. Yeah. So um, are there any other thoughts you have about, uh, I mean, 
it around miscarriage direct language is pretty much the baby died and won't be coming is is very direct and is kind of what you would say um any other thoughts around anything I mean, I think out of all of the tips that we're going to have, this is the one that um, child development specialists who their whole field was helping kids through grief whenever I was studying it. This is the one that came out the most. And like one of the most important things that you can do is to use very concrete language and just say the baby died. That's what I saw over and over again in my research that that was very important. Yeah, And one of the things that I remember reading from some of that research that you did was that this doesn't mean you have to be detailed no you don't don't have to you know explain all of the mechanisms or exactly what happened if your child wants to know maybe that's something that you need to know your child and know if that is helpful for them but we're not saying you have to detail out everything that happened but direct language instead of I think another good one that you can say, you can say the baby died. And if there's more questions, you can say the baby wasn't strong enough to live. And that's also a good answer for, well, why did the baby die? The baby wasn't strong enough to live. Yeah. That's a good, because we don't know why the baby died. Right. But that's a good, honest answer that um, answers as well as we really can for kids. So if you're looking for another phrase that you can say is the baby wasn't strong enough to live. Yeah. Any other thoughts that you have on this tip before we conclude this episode? I think episode number two is concluded. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode from our mini-series on talking to your kids about miscarriage and grief here on Schrodinger's Schrodinger's Egg. Egg.